Welcome to the Geek Heart Games Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Tietrich, alongside my friend, Sam Suvak. Sam, how's it going? Pretty good. Although I, I did just jinx the podcast, so I'm hoping that everything goes according to plan. So we'll see. I think we're, we'll survive. We're, we're doing pretty well so far, I think. It hasn't been 30 minutes since we uh, started talking. Um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, first off, it's a... Uh, Take a moment of silence real quick, because uh, this is coming out on Veterans Day, and uh, we want to honor those fallen veterans and stuff like that. Um, so thank you guys so much for your service, and uh, yeah. All right. And, uh, you know, we had a pretty uh, fun weekend this past weekend. Uh, we had Extra Life happen. Um, so we talked a little bit on the last podcast about it, um, but I think we kind of wanted to have like a full-on rundown also i realized i just said last weekend it's been like two weeks yeah yeah well and to be completely honest about it we've talked about extra life quite a bit i would say but then that's when our podcast like got cut off and like the recording yeah. got lost so we didn't have that part and we just didn't re-record it we're like okay we'll just do like a little bit about extra life it'll be fine so you know extra life recap round two <laughs> yeah um so yeah, uh, we ended up uh, hitting $1,385 at the end of the weekend out of our 1500 goal. We actually had beaten our past two goals of 500 and 1000 so I'm pretty proud of our team for doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, we, it was a lot of fun stuff happened. Uh, Sam, you played a lot of games with the Miss Team Alpha people. Um, we got together and did some stuff. And uh, was there any like moments you wanted to talk about real quick? Um. I talked about my favorite moment last week on the podcast, which was when my mom got real snarky with Jessica while we were playing Fortnite. Oh, and that that's um, going to be like, that will probably always be my favorite extra life moment, even if I do extra life for like the next <laughs> 10 years. So oh. that was fun. But, uh, uh, well, all right, we'll get to other stuff too. Cause we're going to talk about, uh, the destiny raid that we did during extra life, but we'll talk about that later during our destiny download. Um, I, I I had fun playing with Megs and Jess in Stardew Valley, uh, but I had fun because I was with them. I'm not super yeah. into that game. Sorry. but And thank you, Megs, for buying it for me. Um, but then, like, what else did we play? Oh, I, me and Jess played some Neverwinter, and we got into it just at the right time because it was still had its Halloween event going on. And so the Enclave was decorated with all this Halloween stuff and there were people riding brooms around and there was this like illusion guy who would have like different disguises and he'd just like walk around and then he'd like switch his outfits and it was really cool. He had one that was like kind of just this giant creature made of skeletons and bones all like stuck Ooh. together in weird ways. That's that pretty was, awesome. That was my favorite. So that was pretty cool. Um, and apparently like they had this kind of like I guess some kind of like faction rally challenge, whatever going on. And of course, cause like I'm impatient and so I don't read things. So I accidentally pledged to the first faction that I talked to, which was like this Groot like tree guy. And so I got a Halloween mask that was kind of like a little 
tree guy mask, I guess. And then just because she was like reading stuff, she got to have the cool mask that was like a jack-o'-lantern that had glowing eyes and stuff. And it looked really cool. I was hmm. super jealous of that. So let that be a lesson to you. I mean, sometimes in games, you should take the time to read what it take says. Time to read. Yeah, don't just accept every mission that is presented <laughs> to you. But uh, but yeah, we had a good time with that. Um, but what were some of your highlights, Cody? Um, playing Tetsuyu, uh, Friday night with Iron Meg, you and Melissa was pretty fun. Uh, the overcooked blunder, as I talked about last week, was a little frustrating, but, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to play that too. Uh, I haven't played that game in a while and, uh, it's still pretty fun. Uh, so like they could probably do an update to that game, like just have yeah, more questions. I feel like, like we've had some repetitive questions yeah. and we haven't played it that much, so they could really yeah. get an expansion pack there. Um, and when I started my uh, time slot uh, next day on Saturday, uh, I had a lot of fun stuff. Like we played some Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Um, I had a very tense uh, game of Blackout where it was just me and this other dude. And somehow he snuck around me and he killed me. And I was like, oh, man, it was so good to get that win on camera. Uh, but uh, and like, But by playing that game... I had found out I found a gun I really liked, and it's called like the Swordfish. When I found it's like a nice. three burst, I was like, "Oh, this is like a pulse rifle from Destiny." I'm in. Um, yeah, we had some pretty good games. Uh, the game mode I always play is control, and uh, I think at one point I did like I had a kill death ratio of like thirty to two. Um, so I was like, "Yeah, like I fucking destroyed this game." Um, so that was really good. Uh, and then we hopped into some Jeopardy, which is a lot of fun. Because I won the first game because you well, risked it all. Wait, and... yeah. Let's just let's just clear this up a little bit. Somebody over here was rocking and rolling in Destiny. Yeah. I'm not Destiny in Jeopardy. I was rolling in the dough. I had so much money and like because it, it kept whenever it would come time for the daily double. Uh, I think Rune in chat was like, risk it all. And I was like, yeah, let's risk it all. Why not? And so I kept risking it all and then like getting it right and doubling it. And so then when it came down to final Jeopardy, we said, okay, everybody just risk it all. Because like, like if I had not risked it all, I, mean, I could have won. But yeah, uh, totally easily. risked it all. And I had no idea what the question was. And I got it wrong. So I lost on that one. But I believe the second round, yours truly also kick some major ass yeah. so i yeah, don't know you, uh, i was i was doing real good with those one. daily doubles man and also the good um, thing about jeopardy in this game is uh it's you buzz in and then there's multiple choice answers yeah and so if somebody buzzes in and they get it wrong you see what answer they picked and so if you get two players who buzz in and get it wrong there's only three options and so like you can get it right if the first two people miss it um yeah that's my secret weapon also yeah we had a good time with that <laughs> game though <laughs> um and then we hopped into some killing floor 2 with byron mm -hmm. um had a lot of fun with that game uh the halloween event was still going on mm -hmm. um so we played on the new halloween map and i thought the new halloween map was awesome like all the traps and stuff and like mm -hmm. i still don't there was like a door we opened and i don't really get the point of opening the door because it just gave like zombies a new route to come attack us well, so I was like, I don't get this. Well, the most important thing is if you open that door, you get a trophy. So there yeah. you go. You might as well do it. Um, yeah, um, we were playing that and we both decided to like switch our classes. And then we had a lot of fun in our new classes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, they added a bunch of guns, I think, like the last time we played. 
and like I don't really play the uh, the brawler, and so I swapped over to the gunslinger, and they added like these like two pistols you can grab, and they're sh- like almost like little miniature shotguns, because like they just like shoot like shrapnel out, and like I was having a blast with those. They just destroyed. Um, and you played the demolitionist. Uh, how was how did you Jeff on with that? Oh god, yes, because you've got just this grenade pistol. So it's like a one shot and then you have to reload, but it's like super powerful. So, I mean, you hit them and they're, they're down. Uh, and cause I mean, usually I play field medic and I've got it like so highly leveled up, but apparently like by the time other people level up, they've got perks where they can heal themselves as well. So like I didn't have a whole lot to do. So that's why mm-hmm. I switched to the demolitionist. And I'm also useful because I make uh, grenades that other people can pick up off of me. So yeah. uh, I had a good time and I was helpful. So it's a win-win situation all around. Uh, and then you ended up leaving to get ready for something. For something. And Byron and I decided to go for one of the challenges, which <laughs> was uh, kill the boss on that map on, like, hard. And for some reason, it spawned us only in me and him <laughs> until the last wave when then three people joined us. So that was wonderful. Really helpful. Um, that hey, was, at least uh, you made it to the fun. last wave with just the two of you. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, well, we eventually were just like, because they added the stand your ground. Oh, okay. uh, waves and I don't really enjoy those too much but then we realized like it's just not worth it if it's just two of us because we're gonna get swarmed yeah so we ended up yeah. just skipping them and we hit out by the uh, one of the traps caused like a firewall to come up and so we would just go stand on the opposite side we didn't open the door to get you the trophy because if we opened it the zombies could come yeah. behind us so we just like let them yeah. funnel into the fire trap and you already had the trophy so why bother yeah so why, why bother <laughs> um, but yeah so that was a lot of fun um, and then I think, uh, like right after that, which will tie into one of the first games I played, uh, is I played the Tetris effect weekend demo. Um, and like we hyped it up a little bit last week. We're like, Oh, this is pretty fun. Like it's really soothing and awesome. But like, it's like got that Tetris feel to it. Um, I was not expecting to go in and just be like, Holy shit, this is amazing. Because, oh my gosh, it is amazing. I think that's like, pretty clearly what I tried to convey last week. I'm sorry if I didn't get that across, but I was trying to convey the holy shit, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, like, And you were saying like you didn't pay attention to stuff on the side, but yeah. I was like watching that stuff and like getting distracted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's only three levels available. Um, the first time I played, like, I was just like doing really good. Granted, I was on the most, I was on the beginner level, but still. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Having a lot of fun. Uh, it's just, it was so soothing and relaxing. Like, after, like, the high-pressure, like, hard mode, killing Zeds to go to from that to Tetris was amazing. Because I was like, oh, it's just, like, really relaxing. Um, at one point, I was like, all right, I'm going to swap over to Super Meat Boy real quick. I played, like, a couple rounds of that, got frustrated, and was like, well, why don't I just go back to Tetris <laughs> yeah. and become unfrustrated? Um and so, yeah, that was just, yeah, I, I'm sold on that game. I'm definitely going to be picking that up. It's out, or is it going uh, to be out? By the time this podcast is out, it'll be out. So when we're recording, okay. it's coming out tomorrow. And I cannot wait, Cody. Like, it's so strange. Like, I haven't had this level of excitement for a game in, like, a really long time. But, like, ever since I played it this last weekend, I've been like, I need it now. And it's it's only been <laughs> a few days. And I'm like, is this too yeah. long to wait for? Um, if you pre-order the game, which if you're listening to this now, it's too late, but you get a free soundtrack sampler. So you get seven songs, 
which I've only listened to one because it's the one that I can clearly identify as the first level uh, because I don't want to listen to any of the other songs yet because I want to experience them in the game for the first time. Um, but I'm excited to have like that partial soundtrack and that probably means they're going to release a full soundtrack at some point, which would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and then interesting thing. So um, Paul Tamayo from the Optional Podcast, he had a video of him playing the mystery mode of Tetris and he obviously was not on the beginner level like I normally am he was like on something hard 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 because like he started off and the song was going so fast already and it was just like and I'm like holy shit this is like the complete opposite of soothing and it's just it amazed me how the same game can be so different and have such a different experience for two people who are playing it because mine is all like slow relaxing yeah. it builds to something and his is just like Brrr, and i'm like whoa uh but also did you play any of that mystery mode no, I just played the basic little like See, story thing. It was hard. It, you didn't even know it was there because it was on the effects section and there was just one unlocked at the top and then everything was locked. But if you went all the way to the bottom, there was this mystery mode that was unlocked, but it was it's like real hard mm. to find if you weren't looking for it. But yeah, I tried it. I didn't even know half the stuff that's in this game. They've got crazy, crazy effect modes. So one of them like flips your Tetris screen upside down. So the blocks are floating up instead of down. Oh. Uh, it's got some where there's like, there's little bombs that'll appear and like you have to clear a line to defuse the bomb or else it's going to explode and like make a weird little circle in whatever you've got. Um, sometimes you have giant pieces that'll just fall down and it's just like weird, weird stuff. Uh, like sounds kind of interesting though. It's like... cool. It's cool, but it's like, not the soothing part of it that's the stressful <laughs> part of tetris but uh but yeah anyway it's uh it's something i've why okay i moved my ps4 for some stuff during extra life and so when i was putting it back i was like putting all the hardware back with my vr box so that like i can just plug the headset in and i'll be ready to go because like once i once i get the game i'm gonna go ahead and try it in vr as well because I think it'll be really cool. And I feel like this type of VR is less likely to give me motion sickness. So, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just can't um, wait I think between this, between this game and another game we'll talk about later, uh, I kind of want to like get a VR hel helmet. Because like, there seems like some cool games for VR. That would be a lot of fun and like awesome to play. Because um, yeah, I, like, I, like, this just seems really cool to play in VR. I don't know. I'll get back to you after I've played Tetris, but like currently I feel like the VR headset was a mistake for me. Like I, I don't like it that much and I have the motion sickness. Okay, so do you just want to send that, do you want to <laughs> ship that down to Louisiana It for depends me? on how this Tetris goes. Um, I guess, I guess so. But it's like, I don't know. I would, if, if there's like any way you can go to like a gaming place where you can like do like a demo of it and like test it out mm -hmm. in real life first like i would recommend that um but yeah i don't know i mean it's pretty cool though um yeah, yeah. tetris effect it's tetris a lot of fun um i'm excited to play the full game and it'll be out by the time you're hearing this so definitely uh give it a try maybe they'll have like a i assume they'd have another demo kind of thing like why not just have this going once the game comes out i don't know yeah I mean, um, good idea. 
Uh, it's only yeah. it's thirty nine dollars regularly. Like it's on sale for thirty five ninety nine. Uh, if you pre order it, I don't know if that sale will last though. To not now. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um. But Sam, you um playing a game called Rain? Wait, game of Thrones? we done with Extra Life? Oh, we're not done with Extra Life. I'm bad. I'm we, bad. I'm moving we, way too fast. We, we moving way too fast. Up. We screwed it up. Um, it's fine. Um, so, we're going to talk about Destiny Raid later. That came after Tetris. Um, well, this will just tie into my next game um, that I played. Uh, so, I played a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. I played from the time we finished the Destiny stuff to about uh, 3 or 4 in the morning. And so, last week, I made some comments. And... Uh, I'd like to refer, oh, well, just, uh, just, um, <laughs> refer me and them comments real quick. Um, so I made a comment that this would not be anywhere near my game of the year. Um, I might have to rethink that. And there's, uh, so I've been playing a lot. We're in chapter four as we speak. And, uh, boy, how did, I'm having a, blast with this game like uh all right i had the, i put the cowboy hat on so see, everyone who's like listening um so yeah uh i'm in chapter four um i just had my first like mouth like hanging open like holy shit that just happened moment yeah and any complaint i had about how like i don't know how to play arthur morgan is now gone like i know how i'm playing arthur morgan like yeah. i know what i'm doing and I never thought that this game would get to a point where I it's rivaling how much I love the first game. Like I always knew, like, nah, first game, one of my favorite games of all time. I love John Marston. Uh, I really love the character of Arthur Morgan. Where, like, once you get through the weeds and, like, it just really kind of opens up and you're like, man, this dude's really awesome. I like him. He's a bad dude, but I like him. Um... And just man, like I was telling you, I told you I'm not gonna tell that the I like to keep things fully free. I told you about one of the side missions I did, one of my favorite side missions so far. Uh, and like I can just see myself getting lost doing really stupid things in this game. Like uh, Byron in our Discord this week was talking, like giving us tips for hunting, and like there are like legendary creatures you can go hunt, and like I want to go do that eventually. Like it's gonna be a total like a lot of fun to do. Um, I've been like looking up videos for like secret things that like you have to like go search for hours for and like uh small little little secret thing so just tune out for five seconds um there's a pirate hat i really want to go find the pirate hat um <laughs> like i just want to have it just to have like fuck it um yeah like i am just i'm, I'm not shocked because like i knew i would enjoy this game because i do love red Dead one um and like I, I kind of enjoy Rockstar's games a lot. Like I played GTA Five twice, technically, um, and just like I don't know. Like now that I'm like really sitting down and just like knocking out a lot of missions and like playing in these big chunks instead of like the like how last week I said I was only playing for a couple hours here and there. Now that I'm actually sitting down, and like really dedicating some time to it, like it's really coming into its own. Um, and there's like a lot of fun. And like you don't like. It's not until about like the end of chapter two, beginning and midway through chapter three, that you really like, like you form connections with people in the gang 
but then you hit this point and like you like this gang is your family like these are people that you would die for and i love it like so much like i care about every character um and i'm so excited to see how this this game ends because like i don't know how it's gonna end um and i'm gonna love the ride and just i'm so excited don't you dare say that's what she said, because I'm going to come through this fucking phone and come at you. Actually, um, what I was going to say was, I'm glad you enjoy the ride, because that's all there is in the game, is just riding. There's a, uh, so, we should say, our friend Andy uh, messaged me. He's like, oh, if you set a waypoint and turn on the cinematic camera, your horse will just follow the waypoint and, like, auto-ride. Really? And, like, it'll do, a, it'll do like, a gallop. I was you like, oh, have, cool. You don't have to hold down the button? don't have to do anything it locks itself so well, we should we got corrected there um the only issue is the horse ai is dumb as fuck yeah and i ran into a train last night like i was riding and I'm like it, i could feel the controller shaking a little bit and i was like oh what's that and i was like whatever and then also like if there's a side mission you won't like get alerted that the side mission's happening oh yeah so i got shot at and i was like what's happening because i looked down at my phone but uh so yeah i'm riding and like the, my controller's shaking, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, maybe it's just like the horse is like getting tired. Like, I'll probably stop the the ride in a minute. Um, <laughs> and then I see the train tracks. And I'm like, whatever. And like, <laughs> train tracks, horse, and like right as the tip of my horse steps onto that train tracks, I look up and I see train barreling at me, hits me, kills me. My horse, I guess, lived, but it killed me, so it maybe restart. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I lost like ten dollars, I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so auto riding is a thing. Just be careful of trains. Um, but yeah, so I played a bunch of Red Dead Redemption uh, for extra life, and then the next day, we woke up. You woke up super early. I woke up super early because I ended up like passing out. Um, and the plan was to play Forza Horizon. Uh, my phone was being stupid, and I did not get a text you sent me about how, hey, that's like an hour tutorial. So, and I also didn't play this game up until then. Uh, so this is completely my fault. Um, and so I was like, oh, really? And like, I could hear the anger in your voice, and I'm like, well, let's just go to our next game, I guess. Um, and then somehow we ended up on Destiny, because I think Alejandro joined us, what? and he had much... Zombie I saw, Viking. Yeah, I saw Alejandro was up and I knew he had bought Zombie Vikings and then we'd never played it with him. And I was like, we should get him to play it. But of course, he hadn't downloaded it because we'd never said, hey, come play it with us. Yeah. Um, and then we were going to play Killing Floor 2, but he had the update for that. So that wasn't happening. And then we just played Destiny. And I was like, and it turned out really well because, I mean, I'll tell you, I was pretty cranky yeah. in the morning, Cody. But uh, we had yeah. a lot of fun with Destiny. I finally went to the Dreaming City, which I'd never been there before. And we got some good stuff done for me. I got my uh, next seed so that I could get my new subclass unlocked. And so I was having a real good time that morning when we played that. Yeah. So that was good. That was good. Yeah, we got uh, we got very lucky that, like, usually when you go into the uh, blind well, it's kind of hit or miss if you run into people. You ran into, like, four people. So it was like, cool, we can get this done real easily. 
even if you were only like 300 or not 300 uh like 500 and couldn't hit anything <laughs> yeah once again we were in one of these situations where i would shoot somebody and they would just say they were immune like there's no way i could do any type of damage at all so i was just like hanging out waiting for this to be over but when it was over i got my seed just for being there so i was like fuck yeah that works for me so that was okay uh and then after we kind of finished playing destiny i was like i'm going to sleep because i'm in pain and very tired. Yeah. Uh, but you took on some hours and you played. I want to say Redneck, something Redneck. Yes. And this escaping. So Immortal Redneck, it's uh, the game Immortal. I talked about before on Switch. Fun fact: Twitch, when you are setting up the name of your stream, uh, Redneck is a prohibited word. It won't let you put Redneck in your title. So huh. you can pick the game Immortal Redneck and display that, but you cannot have that in your title. I was like, this is very interesting. I was like, why won't this let me do it? And I took that word out and then it worked. So I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, so the, the fun thing about this, like, because the day before we'd had our, our bit of a disaster with live streaming the podcast. And I was like, you know, it can't get any worse. So I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and try like having an overlay, having my webcam, having all this stuff up while I stream. And it, t it worked out just fine. And I really enjoyed it. I was oh, like, that was a lot of fun. So uh, if I ever need to stream from my computer again, here's the thing. I can't stream a game that I'm playing on my computer while I'm streaming. That's a, that's a no-go. But if I'm using my capture card with like the Switch or the PS4, then I can stream it. And it seems to be just fine. Um, so yeah, so I, my, my goal was to play an hour of Immortal Redneck, but then since I'd started playing Starlink and really liking that, I was like, I'm just going to do a half hour of Immortal Redneck and then a half hour of Starlink. And so that was fun. Uh, and then I took a, a little break cause I need my breaks. And then I came back and I did an hour of Strange Brigade and, um, I love this game so much. I've been playing it on the normal, which for like the first six hours I played the game, I didn't understand that there was a difficulty setting. I just thought it was what it was. Yeah. Uh, so I found out there was easy. I was like, I should probably just do easy on the stream. And it is so much easier. Like there are certain types of enemies that don't even show up when you're just playing easy. And so it went really well. And I had a good time with that. So I hope people enjoyed it. I know Alejandro was there with me hanging out while we played that one. So but yeah, that was a good time. And then uh, I think that that wrapped us up um so yeah it was yeah. it was a long um, weekend uh I, yes <laughs> it was i we learned a lot i think um my my things are uh i need two hours of a break in between gaming not just one hour um we should not play games that some of us have never played before we should only play games that we're real familiar with um yeah. and i feel like there's one more but i don't remember now <clears throat> Make sure your games are updated and make sure you've played through whatever little tutorial there is. See, that goes along with not playing games you haven't played before. So Good that point. just takes care um, of it. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, I want to thank everyone who donated, who watched, who supported us in any way during this. Um, yeah. This was the first time that Sam and I did this under our own banner of the Geek Heart Game stuff and the podcast posse as a whole. Um and I would like thank you so much to the Bitch Team Alpha Girls, Jess and uh, Katie, uh, Megs and Melissa. Thank you guys so much for joining us this year. It, it was a tremendous amount of fun. Um, you know, we raised a lot of money, like not as much as like, you know, those people who get like millions of dollars. But, you know, yeah. we're not them. Yeah. 
yeah. But I'm very 100% proud of how much money we raised for this. Like, it is incredible that we were able to do this. Um, and, like, next year, I hope we can go further. Um, but, yeah, probably, like, space some stuff out. Like, let's... <laughs> I tried 24 hours. My body couldn't handle it. Um, <laughs> we're not kids anymore, um, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sam, you have a list of everyone who donated, who supported. So, yeah. you want to read that real quick? Yeah, and we're just going with first names here. So thank you to everyone, including Nikki, Brittany, Javier, Starla, Alejandro, Lauren, Grandma. I believe this is Melissa's grandma. I can't guarantee, oh. though. Um, Daniel F., as well as Daniel B., because Daniels are cool people. Uh, Producer Daddy, who I believe is Travis from Bitch Team Alpha. Uh, Amber, Jeff, Michelle, Justin, Santani, uh, three different anonymouses, or possibly one anonymous, who knows? Two anonymouses, two and a half, we don't really know. Uh, and then Chris and Byron. And then also special thanks to our teammates who also donated what? You said two and a half, and I was like, what do you mean a half? Like, what know. are we counting a half of a person? Like, I don't know. they're anonymous. Who someone knows pregnant on this anonymous list? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Like, this was amazing and I'm, I'm really glad we could do some good yeah. uh and yeah we're looking forward to next year all right well sam i technically talked about my games that i was going to talk about this week so uh let's hear about rain game of thrones okay so this is a mobile game uh apparently there's a rain series that has existed for a while i've never played any of them this is my first one uh, i like game of thrones so i thought it'd be fun and it's a kind of text-based choose-your-own-adventure type scenario. And so you have things that'll pop up and it'll be like, here's a situation, swipe left to do this thing, swipe right to do this other thing. And so you just make choices and then hope that they are the right choices. Um, so you start out as... Did, did something just happen? Was it? <laughs> you froze for me okay. and your face was just gold, so I started to laugh. You're good. Keep going. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I think the first person you start out playing is Daenerys, and you, at the bottom it tracks how many moons you've been in power, and so you have to stay in power for long enough to reach winter, and then ultimately defeat the Night King, uh, and I believe oh. that is how you win the game, and there are nine playable characters, and so there are nine different ways that you can win the game. But what you have to do is you're going through and you have to pick the right things to unlock new heroes to be able to play as, um, which is it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there was some type of tutorial and I just missed it, but I was just playing, trying to figure it out. And it took me way too long to figure this out. OK, <laughs> so at the top, you have four meters. One is for the army. One is for uh, the religion. That's the, the seven. And then one is just like the commoner people, citizens, I think. And one is for your money. And so when you have, when you're faced with a decision, uh, as you, you can like kind of hover swipe, not fully swipe just to see like what your option is. And it'll like have a little dot over the meters that are going to get affected by that answer. But it, there's no, it doesn't tell you if, if they're going to go up or down. So you just kind of have to, after you play a bit, you start to understand more of like how they're going to be affected. Like, oh, this will make the commoners happy. So they're going to go up, right? Um, obviously, if any of those meters gets to, to zero, you die. 
tragically. Um, oh, like okay. if you run out of money, the bankers will come and just kill you. Um, the religious people <laughs> will take power and like oh, stone shit. you or something. The army usually like throws you in a bath of wildfire and you just burn. Um, so that happens. The really fun fact that I had trouble with, uh, if the meter gets all the way full, they'll also kill you because that means that faction has gained too much power. Like if you're like being nice to the religion people, they gain too much power. They're going to kill you. So it's a very delicate balance to try to keep all of those like in a nice little mid range, um, to try to extend your, your reign. Um, and there are certain things that you, you'll certain situations you'll come across where if you pick a, a, an option, it'll be like, okay, this has permanently affected like the religion faction. So now any religion faction decision will have a stronger effect than it normally would. And so like, Ooh. it'll take a big jump um, up or down. And so like, you just have to really balance it. You're like, okay, like, I'm going to try to be good to the common people now, but oh, they're now they're getting too high. I got to be real mean to them now and bring them back down before they, they get too high. Um, so it's it's fun. You There's a certain amount of repetition, but I was worried that I was going to, like, play a little bit and die, and then it was going to go through and it's going to be, like, the exact same steps again, and I just have to make the opposite decisions. But that's not how it is, because all of the scenarios are like a deck of cards and so it shuffles them each time and then so stuff will just come up in random orders and so it's it's a mm-hmm. it's a it's more fun that way and it's a new playthrough each time and like i said as you go through you're unlocking new sets of cards that go with the new rulers um so i don't know i, pro- I probably don't want to like you can probably guess like who the different uh, rulers are that you end up being able to play as. Um, but some of the ways that they come into power and end up ruling are very interesting. I very much enjoyed that. I will say the last ruler that you unlock was was a surprise for me. I was like, I didn't understand like who it would be. And then like it happened. And then like there's some real weird stuff that happens when you get that ninth slot unlocked and it, it makes it very interesting. So I don't want to say too much, but it was pretty cool. Um, so, so far I haven't beat it. Um, I, I think my record is 40 moons or 41 moons so far. Uh, but like, I've gotten a lot better at it. So like, I'm normally at least in like the 30 moon range. Cause at first it'd be like five moons, you're dead. I was like, Oh geez. But I've kind of got the hang of it now. And, um, so, how many moons do you have to survive through? I don't know. I don't know, Cody, because I haven't gotten there yet. Like, I've gotten to winter, and, like, I've been in winter for many moons, and I'm like, I feel like it's probably uh-huh. coming soon, but, like, I haven't figured it hmm. out yet. Like, I haven't got the things, like, because there are, like, certain kind of, like, side quest things that, like, objectives that you have to do. So, like, you have to figure out who the secret person is hiding in the dungeon or you have to win a tavern brawl uh, and just different stuff like that. And once you like do that, usually it unlocks more sets of cards for different things. Um, so you just have to like figure out and like each ruler, because I did read online a little bit about it. So I'm like, how am I supposed to win this game? I don't know what the point of this game is. <laughs> um, so 
each ruler has their own special ability that will allow them to defeat the Night King. And so, like, you have to, like, just play through them a bunch to to find and unlock what that is. Um, but yeah, I don't know how long you have to go. So it's fun, mm. though. I'm having a good time with it. Um, and it's pretty addictive. Also, it's really good. Like, a lot of mobile games, they'll, like... They don't, I don't feel like they always, like, remember your progress very well. But this one, like... Like, I've had games before where, like, if it goes to sleep, it's, like, you're starting over and it's fun. This one always remembers yeah. where you were. So, so that's nice, too. Now, are you both the book and TV show fan of Game of Thrones or one or the other? Both, sort of. So, I, okay. I read, the... I've read... I've read the first book, but I haven't read past that. So, like, okay. does this... Does this more fall in line with like what the TV show's doing or I'm gonna I'm gonna be man? real honest with you, Cody. I I read the books first and the uh -huh. last book was so long ago, I don't remember hardly yeah. anything that's happened in the <laughs> books. Like we're watching the show okay. and I'm like, I don't remember that this is different. I don't know what happened. It's been so long ago. So I have no idea. But uh, but it's okay. there's stuff that happens in the sh in the show that definitely is kind of following lines through the through okay. this game. Also, the music is really fun because, I mean, you know, I love the Game of Thrones theme song. Oh, yeah, and it's really good. They do a lot of just like variations on it with like different styles uh, and stuff. And so it's yeah, really cool. That I sounds like good. Yeah, uh, I like that. I'm not 100% into they do the thing where like people are talking in air quotes, but they're not really talking and they'll just be like, burr, burr, burr. And I'm like, why even uh, have it? Like, you don't even have to have the, it. The peanuts talk. Yes, but worse. Like, it's just weird. So, yeah. I don't know. But uh, it's a fun game. I recommend it. So, I think it's only $3.99 or $4.99. So, yeah. All right. Well, to prevent you from talking way too much right now, I'm going to cut in the Destiny download now, and then we'll talk about Infinity Runner. Um, cool. So, real quick, before we talk about the raid, um, I decided I hate myself, and I wanted to go for this gun called the Luna's Howl. Um, this is the competitive hand cannon reward uh, if you do the competitive quest. And so there's multiple steps to this quest. Uh, most of them involve like getting hand cannon kills, then getting solar kills, then like play some rumble games, and then get hand cannon precision kills. And then the ultimate goal is hit the fable drink, which is 2100 in comp. The issue is in comp. If you lose, you lose points. If you win, you're really not winning that many. You need to get like a streak going. Also, the issue is competitive sucks. Competitive does suck. Um, <laughs> but I got really lucky, and like I got like on a five win streak, and I just kept winning. Like I, just, I don't know. Like I guess I was just getting really lucky, uh, and I ended up getting around fifteen hundred. So like I'm six hundred points, but then I've hit this brick wall where I can't get any further and i was I, I guess like last night i was just like i'm not doing this like i'm just there's too many people with these shotguns that are way too accurate like there's a gun called the dust rock blues and it's a shotgun it's precision frame shotgun and this thing will snipe you from pretty much across the map that's how good it really is. um i'm exaggerating a tiny bit but it does have some range to it like it <laughs> it can hit from pretty far away okay um like further differences than the chaperone shotgun and the shot the chaperone shotgun is like a precision slug okay. weapon and like it's meant to like kind of shoot very far distances and this 
can go further and it's ridiculous um also i'm just going against four stacks left and right mm -hmm. so i decided like you know i'm just gonna do 25 competitive games for the redrix broadsword quest which is just the regular crucible reward uh, and i'm gonna try to get that and i'm not i'm not doing this i'm not going for lunas how it's not worth my time there's only a month left um yeah, because they announced the this season ends on November 27th. So it's kind of looking like December 4th will be the first DLC drop. Um, so I'm like, I got like three weeks. I'm not doing this. I'm just going to have fun. That's it. Um, so yeah, fuck comp. Um, <laughs> but anyways, as part of Extra Life, we decided we wanted to do the Destiny Raid. Because the last time we tried to do the Destiny Raid, uh, we spent four hours doing one encounter in the Leviathan. And so I was like sitting there thinking, I was like, I really don't want us to like submit anybody to that torture again. Like, I think Sam may actually murder someone if we go back in there. I feel like I so have I a little him. bit of PTSD from that whole experience. Yeah, I was like, so... I, was like I don't want Sam to go in there and like have PTSD or anything. So I was like, well, what if we did Eater Worlds, which was the first raid layer that came out? And honestly, it's one of my favorite raids because like it's just it's simple, it's quick. And once you get the mechanics down, like you can just get it done. And so we had, we had all had planned. We had all the people. And then day of, some things came up. Andy couldn't join us. My brother couldn't join us. So luckily, our savior came to the rescue. Oh, um, you cut out on me. So let's just, I'm just going to say it again. Alan came to our yeah, rescue. Our good friend, Thank you our good friend Alan, Alan um, came to the rescue. Uh, and just real quick, uh, Andy had a legitimate reason for not being there. And we hope it all was well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, the beginning of this raid Hold is on, let's a just, good let's jumping just recap puzzle. the whole team. Let's just recap the team. Oh, okay, yeah. So we so, had me and you. Yes. Uh, Alejandro, who has also never done a raid. Yeah. Byron, who Byron. came out of retirement. Yes. For this raid, so good thank man. you so much, Byron. Uh, Cam, has he ever done a raid? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he has. Uh, possibly Cam. Maybe. Who also Maybe done a raid? First time. We don't know. Uh, and then Alan. Um, Alan's done raids. Um, he's an old Destiny 1 player. So either worlds is a lot of fun because like the first part is just pretty much a jumping puzzle. Like you're kind of just doing a jumping puzzle. Yeah. Um, and let me just say when Cody told me he's like, I want to do Eater of Worlds instead. Like it's shorter and it's more fun. I was like, great, that sounds fantastic. He's like, oh, the, the first part, it's just all jumping puzzles. I'm like, Cody, you know, jumping is my nemesis. That's like my ultimate enemy right there. But you it, did it went really, really well. well. It went really yeah. well. So it was fun. Um, but I was worried. <laughs> We got through that part pretty easily, yeah. I feel like. Um, that was fine. Alejandro had some trouble, but like we won't, we won't talk about that. That's um, it. He was bringing up the rear. I think that's a tough position to be in. And so I think he got the short end of the stick a lot. There's a lot of sexual innuendos there. I'm not sure if Alejandro would appreciate it. <laughs> I think he would. Um. Um, <laughs> so yeah, once we kind of got through that, there's like a little, like kind of like not horde mode, but like a wave wave of enemies that come at you, you defeat them, uh, and then you're kind of getting going into the boss room. Uh, you get shot out of cannon, stuff like that. Uh, you're kind of making your way through the Leviathan ship. Um, and the entire point of this raid is to uh, get rid of this Vex mine that's inside the Leviathan. What's well, up? I forgot. One thing, one thing. Let's just recap this. The very first time we did the raid... 
Cody giving us Raid 101. He's like, okay, we're going to take this shortcut. Everybody follow me and jump down right here. We all jumped down and immediately died because it was just like a trick for us. And so this time we're like, okay, Cody, we're not going to fall for it this time. So when we go start the jumping puzzle part... He's like, okay, we have to do this in a certain order. I need two of you to stay on this platform. There can't be more than two people on the platform at a time. So he's like, Sam, Alejandro, go get on this platform. So we do, and we immediately die because it was a lie. You can only have one person on the platform. And we fell for it for a second time. I mean, so I needed ashamed. guinea pigs to teach the rest of us how to do the raid and how to make that different puzzle easy. Um, we and just it worked. fall I mean, for it every time. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there, if we do another one, I don't know if there's anything else I can really trick you with. So, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, like the end boss of uh, Eater Worlds is Argos. Um, he's a gigantic Vex mind. Um, and I think the mechanics for this are kind of fun because, like, you have three people who are running around uh, putting these Vex heads into fire pits and that charges them with different elements. They need to go shoot crystals that are those elements um, at certain places, and like it kind of just lets like three people like hang out and kill stuff, and then three people are running around like have a job. Uh, and after you oh, do that, you wait, 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 wait. Just let's, let's just clarify that everybody had a job. It's not yeah. us yeah, three yeah, yeah. that were guarding the fire. We're not just hanging out. We had a yeah, job sorry. to do, and it was important. Yeah, you were killing stuff. You although, did really good. You although were... I do have to say, Alan was my buddy on my side, and he kept having to yeah. come over and save me because I I was having a rough time a lot, and he was <laughs> he was like my big brother, taking care of me all the time. It was great. So. Um. And so once you end up shooting all the crystals and, like, the sides open up, like, you technically have freed Argos and now you can kill him. Um, I think that's kind of, like, part that was taking us the longest is because we were just trying to get a rotation going. Um, and I think once we figured stuff out, like, it was pretty easy. Uh, we also, like, kind of needed to... Not everybody had, like... Like, I play Destiny all the time, so I have, like top-of-the-line weapons. Not everyone has those. Byron just came out of retirement. And he was, like, level 300-something, and we're, like, 500. Yeah. I was like, okay, but he, so we kinda like started, he did a really good job. Yeah, he did. Um, we started, like, planning stuff where, like, oh, you can have extra of the vexed heads at whatever place you need to be at, and those actually do a lot of damage to the boss. So people started using those. Uh, once we figured out where everyone gets taken to, because our ghost will shoot out a little, like, cage thing and it'll cage people if he hits it um and once we figured out where the people start floating off to we could save them easily but sam like this was your technically first raid that you've completed yeah what did you think about it i had a good time i had a real good time like you, lot better you picked a good one it's definitely yes. a lot better um okay. i don't know like there's just that one was just we were stuck doing the same thing for so long uh yeah and like it never I mean, never. I mean, we kind of felt like we were making progress, but then we just fall back to. But this one, like, it was pretty clear that we kept like making progress and getting better. We're like, yeah, yeah. we can do this, no problem. Um, and I mean, I think you checked in with me later, and I was like, yeah, like the last twenty minutes, I like had a little check in with myself, and I'm like, no, you know, I'm still, I'm still doing good. I think we're we're good here. Like, I'm not getting stressed out or anything yet. Uh, so it was good, and like the whole thing took us about two and a half hours, which we had three hours on the schedule. Because uh, I was like, that'll be my cutoff. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. push us past there. And you were really good because you were checking in with people, and you're like, hey, you know, if if anyone needs to drop off, it's fine. We can do whatever. You know, it's not no pressure situation. Mm -hmm. But we we got through it pretty quickly, and I think everybody had a good time. I did. I was very proud of us. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and I even got an exotic out of it. 
but it wasn't a Forsaken exotic, so I don't care. It was something I've already had. Um, no, yeah, like that's one of my favorite raids. It's like I remember learning that and just being like, this is a really fun raid. Like the mechanics yeah. are really good. Uh, it's really short too. Um, and so, yeah, maybe next year we'll be able to do the uh, Last Wish raid and maybe Byron will come out of retirement and level up a character. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. By next uh, year, we might have so many people in Geek Heart Guardians clan that, I mean, we'll have a waiting list for who gets to do the raid with us. You never know. Oh, you never know. Oh, and just um, also shout out to our buddy Gorak because while when Andy wasn't there and we were trying to figure something out, we were trying um, to get people and he was not home at the time, but he's like, when I get home, I could join you if you still need me. So shout out to him. He's a good guy too. Yeah, so thank we'll you, get him next time. Um, so. And then afterwards, after everyone kind of dropped off, me, Alan, and Alejandro um, went and got Alejandro the Whisper of the Worm and we got him the Catalyst. So I need to link up with him this weekend so we can do that. Um, nice. So yeah, it was a really productive night. Um, Jess joined us and she was watching and she was like, I'm not good at jumping puzzles, so I would be very bad at this part. Because <laughs> um, Whisper of the Worm mission is a lot of jumping. Uh, I feel she's at least as, she's probably better than me at jumping, so I think she'd be fine. And I did the jumping in Whisper of the Worm previously. I just got to all those enemies and was like, oh no, I can't handle this. Yeah. So. I feel like we I found a pretty good strategy for that because um, I well, the first time we ran through it we didn't finish it so we had to go back and wait for the public event to start again um, and the second time like Alejandro had been actually been through it so he kind of knew where to go mm-hmm. um, and so Alan and I raced to the end and we just were destroying stuff so I feel like uh, I got I got a good handle on that mission like I know how to get through it really quickly um, yeah so overall really good weekend for Destiny um, for doing extra yes. life I was like hell yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Any other things you want to recap? Oh, wait, we have uh, Infinity Runner. That's right. Tell me about Infinity Runner. Okay, so do you remember not too long ago, you and I had this discussion about how it wasn't a good idea to buy really cheap games because they're probably not going to be any good, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought about that long and hard, Cody, but then PlayStation had their horror sale just a little bit ago and they had this game called infinity runner that was only a few dollars probably three or four dollars okay and i watched the trailer for it and you're basically just running really fast and like doing kind of parkour stuff so you're kind of sliding you're jumping taking corners real fast it looks exciting you're on a spaceship and like there's werewolves okay i was like this seems really cool And it had some fun music, I think, in the trailer probably, too. So I was like, um, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm just going to go for it. What's the worst that can happen? So I did. And um, later, later, I was looking some stuff up. Do you want to guess what the Metacritic score is for Infinity Runner? Because you told me I should check reviews. Okay. I'm going to go 70. Around 70. No, Cody, no. No. No? Lower? <laughs> 30. A little bit higher. 40? It's 45. So. Okay. It's not great. Pretty um, shit. Pretty shit. Pretty, pretty shit. And the reviews were <laughs> trashing it hard, okay? Because apparently it's also a VR game, which I could see how it could be. Huh. Uh, but they were trashing it so hard. Let me tell you, Cody, I am real glad that I didn't read any of those reviews before I purchased this game. Because 
I started playing it and I had a blast, okay? This game is okay. a lot of fun. So you're just running and you don't you don't push anything to run, you're just automatically running, okay? And you're in these, these spaceship hallways, right? And so like you'll come and you'll have to like take a, a corner and just turn. Because if you run into it, you're running too fast, you splat, you die, okay? So as you do. As you life. do. Yeah. Yeah. So you're running, you're turning corners. Again, you were jumping and sliding. And so as I was playing this from the beginning, I'm like, this feels a lot like Thumper. Did you ever play Thumper? No, but everything you're describing to me sounds like Temple Run, the old mobile mm -hmm. game. So Yes. Well, that's what the reviews were saying. Like, they're like, this is a mobile game. Like, why is it? Whatever. Um, so I feel like it's a, a mix between Thumper and like... Sonic the Hedgehog, do you remember when you would have, you would go in like the ha kind of half pipe tunnel and you'd be running and picking up the rings mm -hmm. and like sometimes you'd like do a loop-de-loop -loop and you'd be just running and like you'd have to avoid the bombs yeah. and then get the rings. I feel like it's kind of like that too because there'll be like obstacles in your way and you'll have to like, you've got three lanes you can shift into and then you're having to pick up what I guess are these pieces of paper and they'll just be like lines of paper like lines of rings in sonic the hedgehog right um so i'm running i'm doing this there's the fun music i'm having a good time i'm like all right this is cool um there's this woman that's communicating with you like apparently you've been a prisoner on this ship and she's helped you break out and she's trying to tell you how to go to get out and so as the story as the game progresses like you learn more and more of the story and it's actually a pretty interesting story um also, turns out you're naked. Um, like, you don't ever actually see yourself, but, like, you see your arms, and then you see your legs, and there's, at one point, this, this lady makes a reference to the fact that you're naked. Um, okay. So, you tell me you see your dick, and I was like, No, Whoa. you don't ever see anything. Um, and I'm, like, thinking about it. I'm like, man, you do a lot of sliding, and if you're naked, that's gonna, like... You're gonna have some serious... Some seriously chafing. There. Like, that's... Burn. Ow. Um, but anyway, that's fine. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. And so then the other thing is sometimes you'll come across enemy soldiers. And when you're about to get to them, it pops up just these quick time events. And you just have to, like, push, like, the buttons real quick to do a little sequence. And then after, if you get it in in time, the then you just... That's what she said. Exactly. Uh, you just go and, like, knock the guys down. So it's not like you hit and then do another button and then hit. It's like you do all your buttons at first and then just finish them off. Um so it's not, and it's not super fast, quick time events. They're like pretty easy. Um, so yeah, so I was playing it. I'm like, this is, this is cool. I'm having a good time. Okay, whatever. But I'm like, where are my werewolves? Okay. I was told there'd be werewolves in this game. So I was kind of getting a little bit pissy about that. Cause I'd played like the first, I was on the third level, I think. And I still hadn't seen any werewolves. Um, now this is going to be a little bit of a spoiler, but it's fine because you guys need to know, like this is where a large level of my excitement comes from. So all right, time out. Hold on. Anyone who is going to purchase Infinity Runner, because we all know how much you guys are going to do that, please skip forward about five minutes. Go. It's a good game. You should do it. Um, so I'm running into this room and I see something. I'm like, oh my god, is that a ray gun? Am I going to have a gun? Is this going to like turn into a shooter as well? So I get real excited about it, and I run to it and I grab it. Cody, it's not a gun. It's like a syringe injectable. And when I get it, I turn into a werewolf. Okay. 
I'm the oh, shit. Yes. When it happened, I like screamed at the at the TV. I was so excited that I was turning into a werewolf. So like your hands like grow into werewolf claws and you start running extra fast. And when you're in werewolf form, you don't take any damage. So like if you miss your turn and you run oh. into the wall, it's fine because you're like a werewolf, whatever. It's fine. Right. Um, That's pretty sick. It's really cool. And you have like this little meter that like your werewolf meter runs out. So you only have it for a certain amount of time. And then usually there'll there'll be these spaces where there's like a weak spot in the wall. And when you're a werewolf, you jump through it. And then you go into this like weird tunnel that is like extra super like the Sonic half pipe thing. Mm -hmm. And so you're just going and you're gathering your papers and stuff in there. And like, I don't understand what happens, but like usually when you're in there, you pick up two extra lives and I don't know how you're getting them. Like if there's something that I'm just not seeing that I'm picking up, or if you like pick up a certain number of papers, you get an extra life. I haven't been able to figure it out. Sometimes when I'm just regular running in the world, I'll pick up an extra life too. I have no idea how. I tried to Google it. I couldn't figure it out. That's where I found all those bad reviews about the game. Um, but yeah, so I was playing it. And I was playing on the easy level, right? Because you know me, I like easy. Um, and on that level, when you're getting to an intersection, it'll have these glowing lights, like, showing you which way to go. Or if it's a T-juncture, it'll show you both ways. And so it, like, gives you a pretty early heads up which way to go. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. I'm like, I'm glad this is here. Like, I don't know how I'd be able to do this if, if they weren't here. Um, but later I tried the arcade mode. And then I tried it on normal also, and it doesn't have those there. And it was actually, cool. like, even more fun without it. Because, like, I was able to do okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm used to this. I can tell which way it's going to go. It's fine. So that was exciting because it made me, like, feel like, oh, I'm, I'm getting better at this than I thought I would. Um, also, this game gives you hella trophies like i was playing it and yeah, just I like see. constantly trophies were popping and i'm like what's going on this is amazing i love it yeah um i was like scrolling through like the playstation thing and it was like sam Subak played infinity runner for the first time sam Subak has unlocked 10 trophies and i was like oh shit all right I, sam's been uh, putting in work i i feel like i played for like two hours and i had about 20 trophies unlocked which is really cool oh, wow um it's just like kind of that kind of mindless, addictive fun that like a game like Rezogun. Could How does it say Rezogun? So, um, so I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, I can see myself going back and like keep playing this and trying to get trophies. Like right now I'm going to go try to get the collectibles because the collectibles are real easy. They're just these globes that are there in the room and you just have to jump and get it. So it's not like it's hard. You just have to like, yeah. you know, see it in the distance, plan for it, jump at the right time to get it. Um, so I might try to get some more trophies. I'm def I'm going to try to beat the game on normal and see how that goes. If that goes well, I might try it on hard. I don't know. Um Ooh. Ooh. But yeah, um, actually it does, it does, there is this part at the very end that's hard uh, because turns out I'm not the only, spoiler alert still, I'm not the only werewolf. There's at least another werewolf and like it'll try to attack you sometimes and you have to like jump over it or, or try to avoid it. And then at the end there's like a big fight with the, with the werewolf. And it again is quick time events. Um, so you'll do a sequence and then you'll like see the cinematic for it and then you'll do a sequence and that the quick time events speed up quite a bit and they start throwing weird stuff in there and like, oh, I like I did do that a few times to to get it through it. But uh, I don't know. It's fun. 
Um, I'll say, I mean, it's it's not the the best made game. It's a little like, like when I first started playing, I was like, these turns are like a little like jarring. Like it's not smooth, mm-hmm. I would say, um, but it's still a good time. It has is really fun music. I like I like moving fast in games, and like that's just I'm constantly moving fast in this game. And the good thing is, I'm always automatically running, so like I don't have to like constantly be pushing yeah. the joystick, and so that makes it easier on your hands too. You just have to like shoot as you're like turning and doing stuff. So I don't know, man. I had a blast, and obviously this proves that cheap games you should definitely take a risk on them because sometimes they're fantastic. You find that needle in a haystack. I'm very glad uh, one of your cheap games worked out for you. Very glad. Let me let me state for the record, Resogun has been on sale previously for $3. And that would be an A++ game that you can get okay, for $3. But I feel like Resogun has plenty of good reviews. This is the issue here. <laughs> you make a good point. <laughs> okay. But also, Anyways. this one's really fun. I think you guys... I mean, you could check it out if it sounds like, I don't know. It's fun. I like I'm it. glad you had fun with Infinity Runner. Yes. All right. So we got a couple of small news items, and we're going to talk about some PS Plus games and Xbox games of gold. Um, today, as we record this, uh, PlayStation announced that Beat Saber would be coming to PSVR on November 20th. Um, I this, this makes me really want to get a PSVR because uh, I've watched people play this game. Uh, it's apparently a really good workout because you're oh. just constantly moving your body and your arms around. Um, and like, there's some really good music they have licensed. So, and PlayStation is going to get exclusive PlayStation music, like from different PlayStation titles. So that'd be kind of cool. Some God of War in there, mm. slash and stuff. That'd be cool. Do you have uh, to? Do you just use the Move controllers, or do you have to get special Saber controllers? I think it's just the move controllers okay. that the PSVR comes with. I don't have it. Um, does okay. Clear. Let me clarify. The PSVR does not necessarily come with move controllers. You might have to get that in a bundle. Mine did not come with move controllers, and I still do not have move controllers. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be something worth uh, looking into. Yes. Also, um, check your bundle to make sure it comes with the PS camera, because if it doesn't, oh, yes. you're fucked. Yeah. Or, good I mean, point. you just have to buy it separately. But yeah. yeah. Um, and the other kind of like small news that I want to talk about real quick is this game called Lost Ark Online went into open beta. This is a Korean MMO ARPG. Um, if you don't know me, um, I love MMO ARPGs. Uh, Marvel <laughs> Heroes was one of my favorite games of all time last year. I spent a lot of money on that game. Um, and so like in the wake of like the Diablo stuff going on, like this game went into open beta and oh my god, is this game amazing looking? Like, there's all these different classes. Uh, it looks, like, really well done. Like, it's polished really well. Like, for a game that's going into open beta, like, you never really know, like, how... And also, it's coming from Korea, and, like, sometimes they put out games that are just kind of janky mm-hmm. at times. But this one looks really well done for where it's at. Um, like, there are, like, cinematic, like, scenes that just, like, transition really well from, like, gameplay to cinematic like last time I was watching these people go through a dungeon and they're fighting a monster and the monster jumps off this cliff and there's a little, uh, what do you call that when you ride down the rope? Like, uh, zip line? Zip line. There's a little zip line there and like your hero just jumps on it and transitions like perfectly into this chase again. And like, I was like, this is really cool looking. Um, 
Is this like a and typical like there are fantasy type setting, like elves, ogres type stuff? Yeah, or? like there's like okay. demons and okay. stuff. Like, cool. um, yeah, like one of the guys I was watching last time was playing a gunner, which like it looked a lot like the Terra gunner that I played in the game Terra. Um, and like I guess one of his super abilities was he turns himself into a turret, and like he just sits there and like shoots stuff. It was really cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, like it looks amazing the classes look really interesting uh there is there are ways to play it if you are because it's only just released in korea um and so but like people have found ways to get a i think it's got a vpn Mm -hmm. where you can download it here in the states and then certain people are uh building translators um so everything will be translated in english if you download it um (laughs) yeah that's we'll see how well that works (laughs) yeah well because like people were playing it and they were just like no idea what's going on but like it's really cool looking so whatever um but like if some company can pick this up and bring this to the west yeah this will make a killing right now like it looks amazing it looks like a lot of fun like someone should really jump on this because people are very (laughs) angry about the diablo stuff and this game was awesome um but yeah i just wanted to bring light to that if you're at all interested in mmo arpgs definitely look into it all right, but we got some PS Plus games and some Xbox games with gold. And Sam is super excited about Yakuza Kiwami, right? You're really excited for that game, right? Yakuza can go screw itself. What I'm excited about is a little game called Roundabout. Now, I've talked about this game previously on the show. I played it on Xbox Game Pass. And basically, you're this, this limo driver. And the limo is constantly spinning in a circle. And you just have to drive it and, like, navigate around um, things in the city. Like, you have to get around obstacles and go down, like, you know, narrow passages and stuff. And let's just, like, manage your, your weight going through it while this limo is spinning. And it sounds stupid. It's a little... It's a silly game. But it's just such addictive fun. And then it has these full motion video cutscenes that intersperse the levels. And it's shot like a 70s B-movie. And it's fantastic! I love this game so much. Like, I can't tell you how wonderful this game is and how much fun I had with it. And since it's free on PS Plus, I recommend that everybody go download this baby and, and take it for a spin, as a limo driver might say. <laughs> oh god that was terrible it was anyways the other ps plus games i've mentioned for ps4 would be bulletstorm uh this is like the remastered edition um bulletstorm is a really cool game um it's really gory uh and it's like i want to say it's made by the people who made gears of war oh. but i may be wrong about that okay um but yeah like i remember playing like a demo of this game okay and it was really awesome because like you get like this like chain ability where you can pull people in with this chain and then like time slows down and like you can like kick them you can shoot them uh, i remember there being trophies in this game for like shooting people in the crotch and killing them um <laughs> it's just kind of like vulgar and fun this sounds uh, totally so, yeah. like my kind of game i actually downloaded it today it so i've got it ready to go i'm gonna check this one out and then Yakuza Kwame, which I'm actually kind of interested in because yeah. I've always like wanted to try a Yakuza game. No, uh, this is a remaster of Yakuza One, apparently. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of interested in trying this. Uh, never played a Yakuza game; don't really know what they're about. So I assume it's about the Yakuza, the gang in China. I tried. I tried I Yakuza Zero. I didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. 
there is not enough action, too much cutscene stuff. It's like, ah. so. Oh, the video I watched on this like showed a lot of action. Like it's like a, it transitions to like a fighting game sometimes. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Cool. All right. What's well, free? And then we move over try. to Xbox. Yeah. And then we move over to Xbox games with gold, and we have a uh, Battlefield One, which is pretty good. It's really you know, just before Battlefield Five comes out. Um, Battlefield Fun, a lot of fun. I enjoyed that game uh, when I played it. We have the original Assassin's um, which is, I like the original Assassin's Creed. I played it. I never played that one. Race the Sun. Uh, now, Sun spelled like S-U-N or S-O-N? S-U-N. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were just racing your son. Like you were just having a good old foot race with your kid. Hey, you never know. Um, yeah. I started to read what this was about, and it sounded cool, and then I completely forgot everything it said. So that's unfortunate. That's all right. Uh, and then we had Victor Fran, which is Fran. a ARPG. Fran. V-R-A-N. Fran. Oh, Victor Fran. Victor Fran. Victor Fran. All right. And that's like a ARPG in the style of Diablo? It looked very Diablo-esque. I was like, this looks cool. Yeah. I, I want to try I'm it. I'm pretty sure I've seen stuff on this game. Um, um, actually, hold on. I've got this up. So Race the Sun Imagine if the original Star Fox on SNES didn't involve shooting any enemies, putting the focus squarely on nimbly flying around a series of obstacles. Now speed things up by about 300% and you've got a general idea of the challenges found in Race the Sun. Hold on, this sounds amazing! Um, yeah, so you're just flying around uh, real fast. Like, the, like an Infinity Runner. Okay, but I'm going to have to try this one too, because that sounds really cool. All right. Yeah. So yeah, those are your Xbox and PlayStation Plus games for November. Be sure to get those um, if you don't already have them. Um, all right, and we have one quick question before we wrap the show up. Sam, what was Mike's question? Oh my god, uh, can I paraphrase? Because I don't have it up. Um, yeah, we can paraphrase. That's it. Was uh, if you could? This question was generally: if you could take a video game and change the time setting it's in. What would it be? And I believe his answer was he would like a remake of Rampage set in like the 30s, mm -hmm. which is like really gritty and like old school. Uh, I've got movie. A, a scratchy black and white films with stop motion claymation monsters and piano music in the background. It's like Charlie Chaplin meets Godzilla. And that sounds fun. Okay. Yeah. That does sound fun. Yeah. Uh, I think my answer here would be I'd like a steampunk Titanfall where like all the robots are really steampunky and then you can have like uh you know like old school like bolt action rifles and like lever action rifles and like those like cool little steampunky hand pistols everyone makes when they're cosplaying. Yeah, yeah I think that'd be kind of cool to see. I, I think it would be cool. I like it. I like anything Titanfall and I'm kind of weird about steampunk. Like I like the general idea of it, but then generally when I see steampunk in practice, I usually just don't get in that into it. And like, I don't know why it always, I like the aesthetic. I like to look at it, mm -hmm. but I don't know, like books I've yeah. read set in steampunk. I just never get into them for some reason. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I feel like I've read a couple of book series that are set in yeah. steampunk. I enjoy them for the most part. Well, what do you got, Sam? What would you like to see? Okay. So I had a real hard time with this question because I just like could not figure anything out. But then I decided I would like a Resident Evil because I would always like a Resident Evil, but set in the 1800s. It's um, so a kind of Victorian period. And the way I'm picturing it, it's pretty much just like Bloodborne, but easier and where I can play it. So... That's that's what I would like, and you know, you know, I think it'd be fun. 
imagine Jack the Ripper with the T-Virus. Ooh. I like that. So, like, you go to, like, kill him while he's killing some woman, and then you stab him, and he's just like, Rawr. And really, like, his minions would probably be ladies of the night that he had murdered and brought back to life with the T-Virus. Good point. So, Damn. Yeah. Get on board for this. I like it. Be good, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's a good question. Thank um, you, Mike. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Um, if you have any questions, uh, you can send them to us at contact at geekcardgames.com. Uh, we are on Twitter and Facebook at geekcardgames. Uh, if you would like to join our Discord, you can go to geekcardgames.com slash Discord. That'll get you in there. Had a lot of fun discussions this week about things that I can't remember off the top of my head right now. We just um, had a discussion about Rogue One because Megs couldn't remember who, what is it, Cassian? I don't remember his last name was from Rogue yeah. One. And I showed her yeah. picture. She's like, I don't remember that guy at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you would like to go to our YouTube channel where we have two guardians going long, uh, long, going strong. Going um, I guess oh, it's going <laughs> that's Okay, Sam. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's uh, geekarcames.com slash YouTube to get there. Um, I guess we can make a small announcement right here. Um, after we wrap up this season, two guardians, we're going to take a small break. Um, we're both a little tired of the continuous series. Um, Sam does a lot of editing, um, and I'm going to be trying to step up and take some of that editing away. But the long form series, I think we may take a step back from yeah. and just kind of do some random videos here and there yeah. and maybe some more streams. Speaking of streams, uh, you can see a lot of the archives for Extra Life at twitch.tv slash geekartgames. And we are going to be uploading some of those to YouTube. Yeah, like you better watch them fast on Twitch because they're only there for two weeks. So. Yeah. Um, we do have merch at geekardgames.com slash shirts. Uh, I think we're, we should try and get some new shirts up there try. maybe before Christmas. Because, you know, who doesn't want a picture of Cody's face on a shirt as a Christmas gift? Yeah, I think it's great. That's for you, Alion. Um, <laughs> any of us, once more. Uh, so, yeah, geekardgames.com slash shirts. I believe that is everything, Sam. Where can people find you on Twitter? I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K on Twitter. And I am at ComicBookCody. Thank you guys so much. And remember, uh, if you can, leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, whatever you are listening to us on or watching us on, uh, leave us a review. We really appreciate it. It helps get the podcast out there. And uh, we appreciate that. Uh, Thank you guys again for all the support. Fresh your life, and we hope you have a great Veterans Day. Sam, I'm done talking. Throat hurts. Take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Do 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 do. Yeah. <laughs>